This is the Conrad Alert. Civil defense information will be broadcast at 640. West of the Rockies, you're on the air. Hello. Y2K, how can we prepare? Stop a few of their machines and radios. Throw them into darkness for a few hours. We are fighting for our lives. My family must survive. Boom for five years. Thousand gallons of gas. Air filtration, water filtration. Hey guys, Toolman Tim here, coming back at you. Well, not from where we normally are, are we? Coming back at you, coming back at you. And why the hell are you laughing, Mrs. Cook? Because we just went live a few minutes ago, like five minutes ago, told everybody we're going to be on YouTube. I look up, I'm like, huh, we weren't live on YouTube. <laughs> I hit Facebook by mistake. I'm like, oh my God. So here we are. This is uh, take two. Can you, take tell, can you tell we're exhausted? It's been a good time. Good to be in here with you guys. We've had a yeah, it's been a great time. So it's been a hell of a three months, hasn't it? It has. Yeah. So <laughs> trip to England, three weeks, 18 days in England, then back for three weeks, then 15, 16 days in Tennessee, then back for two and a half weeks, yep. and then five days in Washington. Yes. So we've had a great time. We are tired. I have mentioned that. As you can tell that we uh, accidentally started the live stream on the wrong platform. So that was a really good start, but it's good to be here, guys. So <sighs> we are in... Where are we tonight? Helena, Helena, Montana. I was going to say Washington, but that was going to be, yeah. We're in Helena, Montana tonight. It's our last night on the road, and it's our first opportunity to get a live stream in. I know you guys love hearing uh, catch-ups. You love our ramblings from the road. Hey, Byron Roberts, good to have you, brother. And we wanted to share the happen the happenings of the last few days, how much fun we've had, how tired we are, and <laughs> where things are heading. Did I say that already? No. <laughs> So, yeah, um, five days. Yeah, we left last Friday to head down here. We spent uh, three days, two nights in Addy, Washington, which for those who don't really know where it is, it's kind of northwest an hour or so from Spokane. Really neat little town, way off in the woods. And we were there for the Thrivalist Fair. Hey, Bam Ranch Survival, good to have you. So we had a great time. I would say the absolute highlight was Sunday evening, sitting around. You know, we didn't get to the campfire. We ended up hanging out at my booth, at our booth, the workshop booth. And we had eight or nine people there. I'm going to forget somebody if I try to name everybody, but we had Ryan and Tori. Uh, oh, and uh, young Master Colin, that's Ryan's son. And Rob and Tracy. I remembered your name, Tracy. If you happen to listen to this, this is really great. <laughs> Uh, a redheaded lady named Kendall, right? That yes. we just met. She came and hung out with us. And L2 Survive from YouTube, he was there with us. Didn't want to be in the pictures or the video because he does just audio. What an awesome guy. It was great to meet him. And doesn't have a face in real life. So I still don't know what he looked like. But that's not true. <laughs> but he's a good guy. Yeah, they're going to be an interview um, with me coming out on his channel at some point in the future. Did a nice little interview. It was a beautiful spot for interviewing up there. Yes. Yeah, a lot of foliage. Really, really nice. So, um, who else? Paul Paul Wheaton was there, guys. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> so I I try really, you guys know that we're putting together this um, in-person interview series. Haven't exactly settled on a name. I think I know what it's going to be. And so I reach out to these guests ahead of time. And so that's what I did. And I talked to Paul's assistant. And she said, sure, we'll set it up for you. When you get here, let's pick a time. I went to... We were all ready. Paul and I had our times lined up. I was getting ready to go get my microphone gear. Realized I'd left them at the Airbnb. How Which far was we? an hour away. An <laughs> hour away. So two hour round trip to go back and get my gear. But I had to have it because we were going to do our uh, round table discussion with all the workshop delinquents that evening as well. So I turned around. I had to drive out. After I had my second presentation done, I hit the dusty trail because I wasn't prepared and didn't have my shit with me. So by the time I got back, um, Paul and I decided we'll do it the next day. And we did. I went, got set down, checked my phone before I started, make sure I had lots of space because these videos take up a lot of room. Sit down to record Paul and my phone says, full. I'm like, what the hell? I deleted it. I emptied the trash. It was just one thing after another. So three minutes later, I go grab Becky's phone. We got the interview done. But we're on a time crunch. We only got to go for like 22 minutes because we we're interviewing where there was another presentation getting ready to happen. This this is the beauty of these live events, guys. There's crazy shit happens all the time. 
So what was your highlight, baby doll? What did you enjoy? What did we um well put you on the spot, I'm sorry. Yeah, uh well I, I enjoyed like well we had um we had a young well it, it kinda like to, to explain it, we had a young gentleman next to us who was uh, an entrepreneur, his name was Seth. And he did the donut place. Okay. And on Monday he came over and he was talking to me and he's like, um, because we had patches and a couple things set up, the the Batrix batteries, and um he's like, Oh, how'd you guys do for profit? And I and I looked at him and I said, No, 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 no. I said, We're not we're not here for profit. I said There we go. Hey guys, I don't know what just happened there. He keeps so, touching things. Yes, keep going, Mrs. Cook. You can. So talk. anyway, so he come over, and I told, and I said to him, I said, no, no, I said we don't, we don't do this for profit. Um, the main thing that we come to these events for is for Tim speaking, and the number one is making the connections. Absolutely, hundred percent. And we we like to have the connections and. And those connections follow you because like when we go to another event, then you can be like, oh, I know you, you're so-and-so from this one or you're so-and-so from this one. And then, and then you kind of build that community and then you have those connections and those people are going to be the ones that hopefully stick with us yes. in this journey. And then that we can, you know, drag them along, kicking and screaming with us. Right. And, and he was like, oh, and I, you could tell he didn't quite understand. And sure. I'm just like, no, I said, nah, we, we, there's not really nothing here that we're here to make money for. And like now, that yeah. being said, we did sell the most stuff we've ever sold at an event. So we Which had our was big, actually pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, we had our biggest uh, amount of income that came in from this. So it was part of the business. Yeah, no, it, and it was cool selling the stuff. And I sat at the table and stuff, and it kind of felt like it was like a an underrated yard sale, sure, or something. But uh, but it was cool. I just sat in the shade and. And I could hear you talking and I could hear the presentations because we were close to the main and tent. You basically see me where you were. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And uh, but no, like just just connect. I think my favorite part was just uh why well, I, I met Ryan and Colin. And it was nice making the connections with um L2 Survive, which he gave us some pretty cool information to look over. And just having just having those connections later on so that we can have you know, build up our channel. That's, yeah, absolutely. And our community and everything. Yeah. From there, we, yeah, so I, I sat down and had a, a, uh, an interview with Paul. I, hey, one step closer. Great to see you. Yeah, we had impromptu live tonight. I know it's Tuesday night and I'm sure everybody's outside having a great time. So we had an interview with Paul. I spoke twice. So the schedule got mixed up there. That was, uh, yeah, it is what it is, guys. Hey, Tori, there's Tori the mom. No, <laughs> nobody's showing up at the, uh, the numbers, but everybody's here. Good to see you guys. So we had, um, so I get there, there was a, a mess up in the scheduling. So instead of me uh, speaking in the morning and in the evening, they're like, or in the afternoon, they're like, hey, can you speak back to back in the morning? And I'm like, sure, I'm flexible. I mean, I don't look flexible, I know, but I'm flexible. So I moved it around, worked good the first day, spoke both times. A1, I was very happy with the, the turnout. Mm -hmm. Day two, there was another kind of whatever. And nobody showed up to my first presentation. I was like, oh, crap, this really sucks. So Tori, I, I grabbed Tori and I'm like, hey, we're going to have our interview. We're going to sit down and we're going to talk. So her and I sat there where the presentation was supposed to be. And we recorded another podcast episode, which was awesome. I, that was what I was all about. And uh, we, she had a bunch of questions that she, she, she's like, okay, I got this question for you, Tim. I got this question for you. And every time she'd ask me something, there'd be somebody else ready to take me somewhere else or to do something else. So I'm like, we're going to sit down. We're going to knock all these questions out. Hey, Renegade. Hey, congrats on 50 episodes, brother. I heard that was a pretty big shindig. So proud of you. So yeah, we had, so Tori and I sat down, we recorded that. Um, I do, I do have to say though, uh, for anybody that is looking into, I think that was the one thing that was kind of a little bummy about it, is that. Anybody who's looking into public speaking or anything, do not do two hours back to back. It, it, it's it's too hard on the voice, and it's too hard on like it, it. 
and your, and it's your hard content for the and too. it's hard for the audience and and it's hard your content on, bleeds together it bleeds together and then it's hard on the audience and like as much as people love tim nobody wants to listen to him talk for two hours no I so, so because I it's got to be yeah. broken up and and it and it is hard on your voice yes it is right like and and it is hard because like for some reason, he won't use a microphone, which I I would use. if they had a lapel mic, but all they had was a handheld mic, so but, I'm I, I was good. So he would, yeah. But then, but then you project your voice, yeah. and and now he's complaining that his throat's sore, and so here, so two hours back to back, it, it, it's not. If you ever go into the, don't ever do that. Yes, and we we had a great time, and we're not oh, yeah, we're not definitely. running anybody through the ringer, no, no, no. but. I would say another thing not to do at events is not to change the schedule last minute because what happened was I had people who came to me that were was, disappointed that were like, Hey, because this is what we all do when it, I'm sure. And I know Tori did this as well. Whenever we go to an event beforehand, you look at the schedule and you're like, okay, if I do this strategically and I hold my breath and I run really, really fast, I can get to every single event I want to get to. And so people they they mark it down and they schedule it out and like okay I'm going to go to I'm going to go to class A at eleven class B you know all of that and then they show up yeah and Tori says I do not like the schedule changes nobody does so going forward not I think it's probably going to be something I don't think I will I like to be flexible but it, it's it I, when people come expecting to be at certain events at certain times well so and, and I think that, and and like you said not to run it they didn't no. have an MC no that was yeah so and that. that yeah. So that right there, not having the MC, nobody knew. Yeah. So like they're coming in and they're sitting in like, cause they even said on, on Sunday morning, there was a bunch of people waiting and the guy didn't even show up. Yeah. Yeah. Right? I know. So, yeah. but, um, but there was no MC to announce like, Hey, guess what? We have a schedule change. So-and-so is going to be here. So-and-so is going to be here. And so a lot of, like, it was a lot of running with your head cut off yeah. because like, and a lot, and actually quite a few people were disappointed. They missed your afternoon session. And, and then, of course, then your hands are tied because what can you do about it, right? But Monday, the day we finished up, my second presentation, I would say, was my best presentation I have ever put together. Now, because the camera was full, I only have the audio. <laughs> you guys will get a copy of the audio for that one, and I have the video copies for both my other presentations. Yes. Yeah. Both. Which is all the same, yeah. all the same yes. content. So. And you guys, have, most of you have heard this before. It's... It's, it's a revamped presentation of Prepper Camp last year and LFTN last year. So it's always different, but these were the ones that I was asked to present. So they're there. I just want to shout out to Rob. Hey, brother. Good to see you in here. It's getting the kids off to bed. And Tori says, um, it could have left empty space. If someone wanted to jump in with an impromptu workshop, that would have been cool. Yes. Yeah, that, that's always a good thing. I know I learn a lot from watching Nicole. And she always schedules 15 minutes between events. So, yeah. And, and yeah. then she does the salons. Yes. Which yes right that that, too. which gives people who aren't scheduled to speak but have knowledge they want to share yes it open. gives them uh, i think it was 45 minutes yeah i think so yeah, it gives yeah, them 45 minutes to have like little break off groups so that they can um share whatever knowledge they want to discuss yeah so 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 the best beyond i mean it was great i love talking to paul i made some really cool uh contacts with paul wheaton we're going to collab on a couple of things. Looks like, knock on wood, he's going to be back on the show to do a live stream, a full episode. I think we'll get him to come on and talk about rocket uh, rocket heaters. I don't know. We'll, well, anyway, we're going there. So the highlight, though, and I know I've mentioned this, was us sitting around fellowshipping together. We got probably about four hours. Oh, Jake from Ravenwood Acres was there as well. Can't forget Jake. Oh, my God. <laughs> you try, you're I trying. Did, yeah, yeah. It, you had too much bourbon. Oh, I didn't have enough bourbon. That was the problem. But we, so it was great because this was one of those things that before we even got started, you know, a month and a half, two months before this event, I said, we're going to have a workshop get together. And I talked to the presenters and I said, or the, the, the people running the festival and I said, hey, is it okay to do that? Oh yeah, absolutely. Because there everything's officially shut down at five and then you just get to do whatever you want. And how incredible, I've, I've told you guys this before, and I, I know it almost probably becomes cliche at this point, but when I started this channel, I, I talked and I spoke to a community. I talked to a community that didn't exist yet, that was going to exist. And to be sitting there with nine or 10 fellow delinquents sitting around 
That's right. That's, that's, that's right. okay. That's Drinking bourbon, me. chatting away, recording a full hour uh, podcast episode where we all look to the future and say, what are we going to get done this year? Everything. Oh, yeah. Just awesome. Um, have a good night, Byron. Good to have you. I know we're late tonight, guys. <laughs> but it was great. So some of the highlights from our trip, because you guys always love hearing about those. We weren't even an hour and a half south. The very first morning we left and we came across the cattle liner flipped over in the road. Remember, babe? Yes, we did. Tell them about that. What was that all about? Uh, well, it was just, uh, I well, you know, it was just on its side and then there was cows running down the highway. They were trying to catch them. Don't yeah. downplay it. It was hilarious. It, it was it hilarious. Made me sad. It's yeah. not something a lot of people probably get to see. I've yeah. never seen Well, I felt before. bad for the poor little thing that was laying down. Looked I, like she might have been hurt. Yeah, she looked like she was hurt. Um, but there was a couple of them that just didn't give a shit. And they mm -hmm. were just scrolling down that highway and there was a uh, pickup truck trying to corral them. And nah, they weren't having none of it. Looked like the driver was okay. But yes. uh, but yeah, it was yeah. flipped over. There was obviously still cattle in the cattle liner. It was uh, an interesting scenario. I think we came across three accidents on our way down. Yeah. Um, one was a street sweeper that got sideswiped by something. And then there was a big one in Helena here. Oh, Remember yeah, on that, that intersection by the pizza ranch? Yes, and yeah. everybody just driving just a little too crazy. Yeah, they kind of drive a little nuts here. Uh, yeah, we've yeah. noticed that here in Montana, the driving seems a little... <laughs> they just don't give a shit. No! <laughs> also, <laughs> you know we have our grab-and-go bag? So when we got back from Tennessee, we went through that, didn't we? We did. Everything. We refilled the whole thing. We get down here. I didn't have no, any. you know what was happened is because I left you in charge of refilling. We did it together though. Yeah, but you went and got the stuff and didn't get it. I know. Yeah. So apparently I didn't put deodorant in the bag for me. So we had to go to Walmart to get that. No big deal. But just because you're pretty sure you went through everything three weeks before, it never hurts at the last minute to just check things over. But it was a giant shit show before we left though, right? Like just trying to get everything oh, done. And we were just, it was. Like we we left Friday morning and I literally packed Thursday night before I went to bed. Yeah, me too. So I just took a whole bunch of clothes and I just threw them in the suitcase. And and I know, I was just like, okay, as long as I got this many pants and this many underwear, but it's like, I don't even know what's in there. So the night before we, so we came down and stayed here in Helena and then went on to the presentation the next day. That night, we were still making USB drive copies to sell at the event. <laughs> I brought them with us. And right. uh, oh, yeah. And we packed all your patches as well, guys. They're going to get mailed out tomorrow, just so you know. So they're, they're a few days late. I but, did. I packed them. Yep, yep. She packed them. So we did all those in the hotel room on our way. It's been a shit show. It's been great. We love it. We fucking love the life we've built. But some days it is a, it's insane. Yeah. We bought a new cooler. Um, uh, a Yeti. A one. Yeti. Uh, I've been wanting one for a long yeah. time. I love the Yetis. Yeah. A medium size canopy green. Hey, Snow Farms, right on. She said, uh, oh. <laughs> hey, y'all, I came in right uh, right at shit show and packing. I may have done that a time or two. Oh, yeah. yeah it, was, it was bad. We, it was really bad. Like, we, we got home and uh, on Thursday, I left, I left work probably, what, five? Oh, and least, I probably yeah. should have left a little bit early. And then, of course, this one likes to get on the road like at 4.30 in the morning or whatever. And when I got home, I just, yeah, it was a shit show trying to get the dogs done and trying to get. I was everything. I was giving the truck a good cleaning. I was mm -hmm. packing. I was putting the finishing touches on my presentations. I was getting all of our merch together to go. The cool thing was we got those battery, the Batrix uh, battery packs. They showed up in Montana. And it looks like our silver landed <coughs> today at our Montana mailbox. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll show you guys who haven't seen it yet. Oh, are they in here? Um, I think so. If they're not, oh, no, shit, no, they're not. Sorry, guys. I'll, I'll bring it up on uh, this week's live when we get together. Yeah, no, they're not up here. Yeah. And uh, yeah, Rachel says, really, guys, it's bedtime. Yeah, I know it is. I apologize. <laughs> we I had to get one in. Because if we didn't do a live from the road tonight, everybody would be busting our balls and saying, why didn't you guys do a live? You needed to do a live. So we didn't. Anyway, here um, we are. That's Andrea, right? Yeah, Andrea. Yeah. I did I did manage to email you back, Andrea. Nice. I did. Good. Um, I did see your email. I did. I flagged it. And I'm like, I'm going to answer that. And then, and then I, I can't remember when I answered. Oh, no, I no. Answered. You fell asleep. 
<laughs> no, I, I flagged it. No, I flagged it when I when it first came in. Yeah, I know. And then I was like, oh no, I got to email her back. And then I remember I said, yeah, I was like, shit, I don't think I emailed her back. <laughs> but you did though, right? You did I did. Get yes, okay, good. I did email her back. Yes, and feel free to follow up again. So, <laughs> Rachel, it's almost eleven. I you. You do realize that live is optional, is optional, right? <laughs> uh, Andrea said the Batrix things turned out pretty sweet. I just gifted one. Oh, right on. Nice. Yeah. Uh, he's got. They made him personalized ones that have that say Toolman Tim on them. Workshop with the with the yeah. uh, the URL on them. So it was really cool. Yeah. Sorry for keeping you up, Rach. I, I apologize. Just a little, not that much. <laughs> so so we bought a Yeti canopy green cooler. We really love it. Super nice. Yeah. Heavy as shit, but it's a medium, kind of a small, compact one. Holds quite a bit. Here's a funny story. We bought it here at I don't, it's sport it's sportsman something. Sportsman's warehouse or something like that. Paid for it, walked out with it, getting ready to put groceries in it. And I'm like, what's this little thing? <laughs> what was still on it? The theft deterrent device. I'm like, well, shit. <laughs> so I'm like, it was really thin. I'm thinking, well, what are we gonna do? So I put a uh, I put a pen in it and I started twisting it. Have a good night, Rach. And I managed to pop it off, and then the thing started going wee, 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 in the so middle just, of the parking lot. So I, I just grab uh, my uh, my Genesis neck knife, flip it in, crack it open, and pull the batteries out. So I was really thankful that it wasn't an ink pack because oh that yeah, that would have really shitty. I don't think that would have came off. The, the oh no, no, cooler. it would have been no. horrible. That I would have been kind of biffed because. Those are oh man. like it would have ruined it. So. Yeah, I yeah. So check your shit over. I it didn't beep when we walked out, so I don't know. But as soon as I cut the thing or twisted it, the the thing went crazy, and then I, I knocked the batteries everywhere. So it's definitely doable. Mm -hmm. Um, we knocked Washington off our list. We did, and we didn't get a magnet. Oh no! You know what? I will send Tori some money, and I will get Tori. If you're listening, can you get me two Washington magnets? Oh, I'm sorry, baby. That's all the we, only thing she wanted. I, I collect magnets from everywhere I've been and everywhere I've gone. And I, I said, to, I I think I, we bounced off each other probably about 10 times. We got to get magnets. We gotta, mm -hmm. And here we are in Montana and I didn't get any magnets. Yes. So, so we will get you. We'll get you some Washington State magnets, baby doll. So what were our thoughts on Washington? Well, the best part of Washington was the fact that Tori lives there. Yeah. We love Tori. We all went out. Yeah, the, Rachel's. You're supposed to be asleep, Rachel. She says, thief, thief. <laughs> so we went out to um, the buffet last night. The Golden Corral with Tori. I love the and, Golden and her, Corral. And her daughter and her son. So great. Yeah, Dixon says it's close enough. Just go back. Yeah, that ain't going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> and we had a great time. Thank you, Tori, for being our guest. We had a lot of fun. We sat around and shot the shit for an hour or two. And she's got really good kids, guys. You, uh, she's She is doing so good with her with with them so because oh she thinks i stole job. oh yeah the strong oh yeah yeah she did steal strawberries i she, didn't i hey i paid for them you did well i i just have i don't give a shit she, she <laughs> so, put four strawberries in her purse no covered it was two and then i walked over to the buffet and grabbed another one so there you I, go. and i had two strawberries as my snack that now night. you're gonna get arrested so there probably <laughs> but yeah so we we had a good time so washington my thoughts uh first off there's coffee shacks everywhere. Yeah. They're like, they look like cabins or like They're... tiny houses that are in the middle. They look like they started to build a takeout shop and then they just stopped halfway through. What, what do they look like? What would that term They look be? like a cabin or a chalet. No, just, but yeah, but what's the term I'm like thinking? A tiny house? Like a little... Are you talking little, about the driving ones or the yeah, ones that the are one... like really douchey looking? Well, it's, no, just the little tiny ones, oh, okay. right? So, okay, yeah. Yeah. It, it was good. I mean, they're cool. We never stopped at them, but they're everywhere. Yeah. As soon as you get across the line into Washington, all of a sudden, apparently, the DMV requires people to have bumper stickers on their cars. <laughs> I have no idea why, but um, yeah, yeah, like Dutch Brothers. Right. Exactly, Tori. Yeah. I have no clue what the deal is with them, but they're a Washington thing. Now, uh, apparently, the the more bumper stickers you have on your car in Washington, the more serious you are about a certain political topic. I have no idea, but some people had like their entire back windshield covered in stickers. Maybe it's like a like a carbon thing. Oh, oh, it offsets the carbon. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> I never thought. Yes, they do. Night, Rob. Yeah, one step closer says they look like repurposed old photo huts. Do you yeah. remember those one hour photo huts? Yep. Yeah, we didn't have a lot of them where I was, but yes. Well, when we were in Spokane, though, 
there's a lot of those coffee places that looks like you would see like a whole bunch of uh, Gen Zers. Oh, with that, absolutely. With the super tight pants and yeah, you know, the, the man buns and all those wonderful people, but just do just like a step up from Starbucks. Yes. Like, and we really should have went there for a coffee. Just they, really douchey yeah. coffee places. Yeah. And uh, yeah. So one step closer says those stickers are holding the cars together. True. Um, Dixon says they're rust repair patches. <laughs> and Tori says she only has one Dutch brother sticker. And I'm not judging you, Tori. I just no. had to really get you going, you know. <laughs> and uh, uh, one step closer, just got a Dutch brothers down in Dallas. Okay. Huh. So we spent the night in Spokane last night. Um, yeah, Spoke Compton. Went to college there. Yeah. So um, there's a lot of homeless in Washington, guys. I had no idea. I mean, you hear the stories, but there was a lot. There like was a lot, a lot. And and there was a lot of uh, uh, junkies. Yes. Yeah, yeah. We've seen quite a few. We've well. seen one guy. He was. I seen him there just outside that rundown gas station, and he was standing on the boulevard. And he was like. And he, or no, he was or just something. he was floating yes. back and forth and back. And I was like, oh yeah, he's he's having a good time. Oh yeah. Hey Jake, <laughs> good to see you, brother. We're just, we, your ears must have been burning. We just uh, showed a joke because we had a, a great time. We I didn't get I, I tried to catch Jake and I missed him before he left. So uh, you know, I already said goodbye him, uh in, not in person, but afterwards. But it was good to see you, brother, for sure. And do we um and we went to IHOP. Oh, yeah, we had yeah. IHOP for breakfast. <laughs> where we looked at each other and I think, I think you had to have a membership card to be under 85. <laughs> so we're sitting in there. We look <laughs> around at IHOP. There's like there was no 10 one. occupied tables. There was no one in there under the age of 80. It no, was it was pretty. They're all right cute, though. <laughs> it was, it and they were all and, couples. And they got, and <laughs> so every one of them ordered one breakfast with an extra plate and they were dividing yeah. their and that'll be us someday oh yeah you know? they were yeah. right cute but we're kind of looking around it's like man oh it's like a retirement Tori said if we'd have gone downtown we had a lot of stories to oh, tell. see we should have went I downtown it, like it was it was a nice day i gas was a lot more expensive there's Taxes. tax there that's why we do our shopping in montana uh overall and this is just this is only anecdotal i didn't run any numbers Overall, the things we did buy in Washington seemed more expensive even before taxes. Mm -hmm. I may be wrong about that, but like I said, the best part of Washington was Tori. That, she lives there. So oh and, and Rob Rob, they, they yeah. Rob and Tracy live. And, yep. Um and Ryan does too, doesn't he? Uh <laughs> oh yeah, Ryan's in Washington. Yeah. Oh my god, Ryan. Just, shoot just me. insert fun. Yeah. No, Ryan um, and Young Master. Just, just say so. the the scenery. Yeah, the scenery was great. Yeah, it was. It was cool. nice seeing all the trees, and I I swiped a huge bag of fallen pine pine cones, cones yeah, <laughs> for the for the kids at the daycare. Um, Driving through the Idaho Panhandle, that mm -hmm. is the steepest, twistiest, turniest sixty um, miles or whatever. It my was. ears would not stop popping, and 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 I always <laughs> get car sick. But Chris Dixon, I've got to read this out loud, guys. No judgment here at all, but Chris says the best part of Washington is the welcome to Idaho sign. <laughs> I'm sorry because it's true. I'm so, I love you so much, Tori. We love you. We miss you already. And yeah, that's too good. It really was. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. But yeah, so the Idaho Panhandle was pretty cool. Uh, we drove through Missoula, which is the general area where um, Paul Wheaton has uh, Wheaton Labs, which was really cool. And it took me a minute. Missoula is. Is it mentioned in. Um, uh, the maid. Oh, really? The, the, yeah. Remember, she goes to the University of Montana. Yes, in that's Missoula. right. Yeah. That is true, Tori. Washington is better than California. That's true. That's like saying dog shit's better. No, I'm <laughs> but, but California doesn't get snow. That's true. Yeah. Like Northern California probably does, but the weather's nicer. <laughs> Did we come across Bonner? No, we never. I think I'm thinking that is. Boner's Ferry is that is that does that come down from Canada? I don't know. We don't know. yeah, we didn't. Uh, we just drove through. And you know what's funny is like Montana. we went all the way as far as Washington, and we have never been to BC. No, never. We literally have never stepped foot no. or driven into British Columbia yet. We have driven all the way around it. We went right to the border. I've been to Lake Louise, and uh, now we've actually been south of BC in Washington. <laughs> never and been. haven't haven't made it there yet. Yeah. So. Actually, Andrew, they drive like idiots here in Montana. Like in Helena, like we were in the Sportsman parking lot, and yeah. some and these and these cars just come by and they just 
they just zoom in front of you and just no shit's given. Just keep driving. You're just looking at them like, dude, what are you doing? Right. And they, they don't care. Like, so just, there is like, a speed limit now. It's 80. I actually yeah. find overall they, they drive a little faster in South Dakota than they do in Montana. Oh, no. Tennessee. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah I know. Nashville, yeah, Nashville, Nashville like 90, they were insane. The only place yeah. we found faster yet was Florida. Yeah, Florida, they're insane too. Yeah, it was 90 yeah. in the slow lane. But but overall, I would say South Dakota is just a hair faster than Montana. But yeah, Montana's 80. You can do 85 and nobody bothers you. So yeah. And that, that's that's about good enough for a lot of Montana. But like in Washington, it was fine. But I think in Montana, since we've come back, we've almost been in what, three accidents? Oh, people are, yeah. Like yeah, it yeah. just, yeah, these people are so just. One step closer, yes. Washington is. Yeah, it was, it was beautiful. Yeah. I haven't posted a picture yet, but I took a picture out of the window of our uh, Airbnb the first night I we were there. I forgot to take some pictures. I'm glad yeah. you did. And that was, um, I believe it's a Columbia River. Uh, Correct me if I'm wrong, Tori. I think that's what we could see it was in the distance. Yeah, it was. It was It was beautiful. We were a, a solid 10 to 12-minute drive into the woods, and it just wound up and down or up and back and forth. We were way up there. It was beautiful. And, uh, yep, Tennessee. Ravenwood says I-24 in Tennessee is insane. Yes, it is. They um, really are. Like when we were driving, like, and just, just coming out of Nashville, they're insane. Oh, yeah. 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 But I, I would, yeah. Tori said uh, she's driven in L.A., Boston, San Francisco, Spokane. Drivers are worse than them all. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, we. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I drove in L.A. And actually, I, I think we've, we've gone through Boston. Oh, yeah, yeah. we've, yeah, Boston, um, New York City. Honestly, yeah. uh, I, L.A., actually, Sorry. I think what's worse than L.A. is um, Vegas. Yeah, Vegas. Vegas, well, they're nuts Vegas, in Vegas. And Vegas yeah. is so compact too, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, they are. They are absolutely nuts there. Um, and I drove, and we've driven through New York. I'll ne I'll never do that again. No, like, my God. I, like, because we were just in a taxi, and I couldn't imagine driving to New York City. And honestly, to top it all off, I'm going to say the worst place I've ever driven was Paris. Yeah, you you did that. Get is, proud that of is the worst place because they don't have stop signs. Remember, they have don't they have no stop signs. They have no yields. They have nothing. That is the worst place I've ever driven. I yeah. So I have driven in New York City and just around the outside. I've driven in Chicago, Washington, mm -hmm. California, uh, everywhere. And I, the worst drivers I've seen are the 401 in Toronto. They were <laughs> fucking off. It's the only place I've almost gotten a fight with a guy. The guy like pull anyway. But yeah, so yeah. I hated it. Now, on our last trip, the fastest driving we did was on uh, the highway between Calgary and Edmonton. Yep. which was unreal. I couldn't believe how fast that the traffic was going well over 90 mile an hour, which was insane. Yeah. But they're, but they're more considerate. Yeah. Um, I mean, they get in their lane and they stay there at least. Yeah. Right? No, like, so. cause I found LA was actually, I didn't find LA was too bad actually. Like it, it, you get um, like, they drive like idiots, but, yep. but I found like, I never got stuck in traffic, which probably like hinders my sure uh, perception of it. But, but I went, I drove all the way up to, the Hollywood sign, and then we drove down to Santa Monica, and it was actually it wasn't that bad. You and, did, yeah, you did good. And yeah, I find in California yeah. that everybody knows the traffic shit there, mm -hmm. so people are just like, we're all getting to the same place. You know, it's traffic jams. That's what, as long as you're patient there. I'm just but gonna they, shout out to Dan W. Good to have you, brother. But they are crazy in Florida, down Yo. in Daytona. They're nuts. <laughs> that yeah. kind of day. That yeah, the that's the 95, I believe, heading mm -hmm. south, heading toward Daytona. That section there was 95 miles an hour, and, 90 and to no, 95. And not to put anybody through the ringer, but there is nothing worse than being in Daytona Beach behind the world's biggest, oldest <laughs> car, being driven at 95 by an 80-year-old who can barely see over the steering wheel. So <laughs> it is so dangerous. And and he doesn't even, they don't even care. They just, no. they, they'll turn with no signals. They cut you right off. And then when you see them, they're like this. They can't even see over the steering wheel. And they just, they, no oblivious to their surroundings completely. I the, That's the worst. It was. Yeah. So we met a couple of uh, cool uh, potential partners for products and different things yes. down the road. One's a really cool dude. Uh, you know, I don't want to, uh, hey, Hoss, good to have you. And it was, uh, so um, a guy who can, it's basically, uh, I don't even know how to put it, some sort of piece that'll pull the shell, I don't know, the, the shot out of a 12-gauge, melt it down, turn it into a slug. That was really cool. And then there was an apocalyptic well guy there that had mm -hmm. these really neat 
they, they almost look homemade, but they're you put them together with pieces, and it's um, just a hand crank pump or a hand a hand shaft pump. I don't know what you want to call it. Uh, we took here. Here's another. Oh, do you have a picture or no? Uh, of what? Oh, no. oh, I thought you were pulled up. Sorry. No, sorry, someone's. Um, yeah. So uh, improvements, things. Yeah. Well, they're like cut shells. This was different. So this dude is a machinist, and I really couldn't explain. Every, he he was geeking out on this stuff, and I'm like, it makes sense, but I can't quite. You're talking about the the, the, shotgun. the older, yeah, the shotgun guy. Well, yeah, he was he was a little bit hard to understand because yeah. because you could tell he was excited about it, but he was really. Like you could tell he didn't have the confidence yeah in it, right so he was kind of like i don't understand any of this marketing stuff and then he goes well maybe tim can help me out with that and, but i got his email address yeah and it, and he his, actually it. he didn't even have an email address i think it's his wife's email it is, and a phone yes. number yeah he's like you can call me or text me so that <laughs> yeah because cool. i don't know this technical stuff <laughs> so a few improvements we made this time even though we did forget a few um so yeah renegade says he's reloading his own shells um making slugs from shot so he yeah he talked about you know um when you have an unseated or a wrong seated a bullet in a, in a in a casing so like uh you know a brass casing or whatever and there's uh when some sort of clamp when you tap it on the table it'll basically pull the bullet out he built something like that and then anyway, I as soon as I have information, I will send it to you. I will I'll yeah, pass it along. Yeah, he was a, so. he's a machinist. Yeah, machinist. Yeah. And yeah, he yeah. built it. Yeah, he and, knew all. He knew what he was talking about, and I'm like, whoo, right over the head. So yeah, he spoke. Well, you're supposed to text him yeah. or call him, and he's going to send you all the info. And he's like, can you even have that in Canada? I'm like, I'm, yeah, I'm pretty sure. I think yeah. so. So, uh, so something Mrs. Cook come up with, which was an absolute incredible idea. You brought the thermocell along with you this time. I did. So if you guys know, they're about the size, maybe about one and a half pop cans big. Yeah. They have a little yeah, butane right. cartridge, and we use them around the backyard all you the time. You can get them at Costco. Yes. Yeah, we've seen those. So Ryan Buford, if you're listening to this, he was looking for the USB one. We saw them at Costco tonight for $49.99. Yes. And they work like a dream. So she threw one in our bag. We had it on our table the whole time, and it kept the Skeeters Well, away. before we left, I was like, okay, well, we're going to Washington chances are there's going to be a shit ton of trees yep so i'm like you know what i'm bringing my thermosel yes. <laughs> because i i do not i don't like mosquitoes and i don't like black flies but it worked it worked it worked I, so well there the whole weekend never got one mosquito bite why haven't we thought of that before like uh -huh. there's really nothing that could spill in them there's nothing that stinks so you could throw them right in your car two or three of them if you wanted and have them but well, i have three of them going on our back deck at all times yeah and Ever since the weather's got nice, I've sit outside with all three of them, and I have gotten, I have not had one mosquito bite. They're, they're honestly, there's so much shit out there that people are like, hey, this should work. Spend money on it. Well, I'm telling you, the thermal cell, thermal cell really friggin' works. It's mm -hmm. incredible. Um, yeah. So we got to use the, you know, my cat charger box for, uh, it's like a, a boost box and an air compressor. Well, uh, Becky had to do some work at the table, so she had to set up. The internet was really spotty. <laughs> I didn't have internet. But... Yeah, but you were able to work anyway a bit. Yeah. Her laptop was almost dead. So uh, old Tim pulled out the handy-dandy uh, cat power box, and you are able to run your laptop off it, weren't you? Yeah. So that was pretty handy. I enjoyed that quite a bit. Um. Oh, going back to the thermosel. Oh, yeah, go ahead, baby. Um, If anybody is farming, <clears throat> farming, they have ones that attach to your pocket or your belt. Yes, they good have, for fishing, too. Yeah, they have portable ones, and they work just as good. Because Barrett actually has one. Hmm. And he wears it when he's mowing the, the grass. I did not know that. Yeah. That's he good told to me know. He has, because I had mentioned about him getting one and he said he had one. And um, nope, they work really good because when he mows the grass, it yes. brings them all up. So the uh, the cooler was a game changer for us. It was. We, we have been talking about, um, <laughs> Renegade says he's never run anything off a cat box. Well, you have to try this one. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> So, yeah, so moving right along to something way more serious. Yeah, The cooler was a game changer for us. We've been looking for a cooler for a while. We wanted, if we we're going to buy one, we wanted to invest in something good that would, that would basically, here, here's, here's the requisite. Prepper camp is four nights long. What I want to be able to do is fill that thing full of ice on Thursday before I get to prepper camp. And I want it to keep my food cold until I leave Sunday night. Mm -hmm. And I think this will do it. I think so. And, yeah. and. 
Plus, it's a big step up because we've always ever had those blue and white ones. Yes, that have yeah. no insulation. They're like <laughs> Coleman or, you know, yeah. they weigh about well, like an eighth of a pound or something. $29.99 yeah. at Walmart or something. Yeah. So they're just, or no, actually, they're not even that much. I think the last one we bought it was like $19.99. Oh, or yeah, they were. But the lid just pops off and it doesn't stay on fully unless you turn the handle and if it breaks. And we'll definitely yeah. do a full review on it because. Yeah it uh i like it yeah <laughs> dan w says he has run from a cat box before fair <laughs> enough so um yeah we filled it put a layer of ice food it was great because we were staying in airbnb plus we knew we would be at the thrivalist fair and we wanted to have decent food where we can make sandwiches or whatever else mm -hmm. and it it really kept the drinks cold too didn't it, it did yeah so for what it's worth a good cooler is worth it i mean i thought about i thought playing with the idea of getting one of those 12 volt ones we used to have. You know? Oh yeah. They've gotten better, but they're really expensive. And I thought it was time we picked up a Yeti to test out. So yeah. Well, everyone says how good they are. That's how I always justify a, a purchase is, well, I can just review it. Yeah, and that's true. I can. It right? sound like so. you're justifying your movies. <laughs> yeah. Shut up. No. So, um, so, -and -so, -so for stuff good. that we, we sold or, uh, merchandise we had, I tried something new this time. And I totally 100% stole the idea from Dave Jones, the NBC guy, because he said, you need to have content to, to sell at these events. So I went out and bought a bunch of USB. Uh, they look like keys. They'll fit on your key ring. And I filled them. So I had one 100% full of my generator stuff, another one 100% full of my preparedness, and one entrepreneurship. And each one has 20 to 30 hours of video and content. And we just, we only ended up selling one, didn't we? Mm -hmm. Yeah. But Always got to try something new. Well, and I think a lot of, uh, like, because I, I personally, I think it's because a lot of people that came to the fair didn't quite have an idea of who you were. Because yeah. we've been staying to the east a lot. Yes. And so, I mean, to be fair, this is going to sound insane, but Paul Wheaton didn't have a really big crowd his first day either because people no. didn't know who Paul Wheaton was. And I mean, if they didn't know who Paul Wheaton was, they sure as shit wouldn't know who I was. But he must go to the east more, right? He, yeah. And he, yeah. Just yeah. so. I mean, this is this is what we do. We need to get out there and spread the gospel of entrepreneurship and preparedness, right? So it was, yeah. But I'm going to have some at all my events going forward now. And um, I just need to, uh, yeah. <laughs> Matthew Scarcity uh, says, that terrifies me that people put random flash drives in their computer. Yeah, I've heard about that, like picking them up off the side of the road oh, and things. Yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. yeah. So mine are going to end up having, um, I'm gonna, I, I need to print some sort of card with information on it so people know exactly. Get something done on Fiverr and we'll get it on like a card stock or something. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's uh it it's really the only way to do it now because almost nobody has DVD drives anymore. It's not like you're gonna mm -hmm. sell them a CD or a DVD or anything like that, right? <laughs> sell them a tape. But, oh yeah here's a cassette tape. Would you like one? Or here's my vinyl. Although vinyl's big, I don't know. No, but yeah. you but you could go back and buy that whole thing of the the Bible the Bible ones yeah. and you can record all your sessions on the tape and sell them tape. So we got a shout out one of those sell in Washington though. That's true. The, so. the hipsters would love it. So yeah. uh Matt just launched his own podcast uh i believe the title i don't know how i remember this is it depends so make sure you add it in your podcast it's good to see matthew in here this evening he told me at srf or no at lftn that he was going to have three episodes recorded by the may long weekend and he delivered what a good man so for what it's worth brother i'm proud of you and uh, Renegade says, sell old scuzzy hard drives. Yes, anything retro that, you know, I don't know, whatever, right? <laughs> that was the word I was thinking of for those coffee Hipsters? Shops. Hipsters. Yeah, Hipster sure. Yeah, yeah, it was good. But yeah, so Dave Dave sells those gangbusters. He has, I don't know, he, he usually takes 20 or 30 to prepper camp and sells them out in the first day. So it's going to be something I'm going to have there. I'll probably put a little exclusive content on them. And uh, Ravenwood says, my kids would buy it on cassette. I know. <laughs> I keep talking about that. <laughs> and uh, I really, anyway, I am going to do some sort of workshop mixtape. And there's going to be people who will buy it. You can no, laugh at me not. all you want. But listen, if Amy <laughs> Dingman can sell an old-fashioned paper news letter, then I can sell the Toolman Tim mixtape and it's going to happen so you can laugh you. at me no you're not even buying oh it. i already i already bought the recorder you know it's going to happen you just need to get over it you're such a loser mm -hmm. <laughs> i am but uh it's yeah. okay i mean i'm not looking at my i have my notes here so we wouldn't forget anything guys but um 
And yeah, we're gonna get a renegade says gonna load them up, uh, load up these only drives. We'll call them only thumbs. Yes, at least it's not full of only fans. But anyway, oh dear. So we met Rob and Tracy. I need to shout those guys out as well. Rob is incredible. He always you'll hear a lot from him on our roundtable delinquent discussion we had. But so is he is he a frequent like this? He, he was in earlier our, tonight. Yes. Does he um, come in our lives a lot? Uh, not not too often. No. He he's he's the type of guy that is too busy getting shit done and making his life the way he well, is. Well, and he said he and he said he um he gets nervous in front of crowds. Too, yes. So, but I need to yeah. show him out because he's building an incredible life, guys. You'll hear his story and I'm really proud of him. And him and Tracy are just the sweetest little couple, aren't they? Yep, yeah, no. Nope. They're pretty awesome. So, yeah, I invited uh Tracy on to uh like to join us on Telegram and everything. Oh, so. yeah, yeah, she joined the Telegram group. <laughs> Renegade Butcher says, new reel-to-reel media from the workshop. Yes. <laughs> the problem is, is that uh, new old stock on any of this shit is almost impossible to find anymore. So you pretty much got to buy old cassettes and record over them. So uh, let's see. Yeah, I need to I need to make sure I bring something to make coffee in. I didn't even bring a freaking insulated mug this time. That's because we were. I know. No, I'm just. We were packing the night before, right? The reason I'm sharing this shit is yeah. so that you guys are like, oh, when you're ready to pack next time, you won't forget something as important as that. But I, I try to take notes of things I forget so that the next time around, we won't forget, right? Um, who else did we meet? Uh, oh, here's a funny story. I'm going to share this story because I think it's fucking hilarious. So Paul was up speaking on the last day. And you guys know Paul, Paul Wheaton. He's rather eccentric in all the best ways. And uh, as the presentation ends, I was talking to him and he's like, yep, made somebody mad. And I'm like, huh, I wonder what happened. <laughs> so apparently Paul used the F word and this gentleman was not too impressed. He goes, that's not the kind of language we use here. And uh, something Paul, about kids. Yeah, because there's kids and Paul's like, uh, I use every word in the English language. Thank you. <laughs> I was really sad that I missed it. So I just had to share that because Paul, Paul, you know what you get with Paul. He's fucking yeah. awesome. He has a way of telling you that you're wrong while smiling and laughing about it. And I appreciate it. His interview was great. I really, yeah, it was so good. And uh, yes, Renegade, you can totally send me an affiliate code for a French press and a grinder. I do have a big French press, but I need a smaller French press for sure. Uh, what else we got here? Well, we can share this picture. Sure. Go oh, ahead. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Go well, back a little bit. There you are. There's uh, Tim and Paul. Tim and Paul, goofy. <laughs> I don't, I'm not sure exactly what's happening. Paul's there. like, we need to make a funny face. And so he's like, ah, I'm like, I better do it too. <laughs> it, in the live photo, you know, you can go back through to pick the best one. For like the first half, I'm standing there like a dumbass. And then the, the second half, I'm like, oh, I better grit my teeth too then. So it was fun. <laughs> So something else, uh, Becky and I had a long conversation about this while we were driving. I need to have a conversation with Nicole about it as well. Hey, Connor, good to have you, buddy. Oh, he, he was my uh, supper buddy last night. We had So Tori says, hey, Becky, Connor says hi. Hi, Connor. Um, so, yeah, how does one, and this is um, because everything we do is a business. How do you make, <clears throat> excuse me, how do you make sure that a trip or an event was worth it, right? Because we talked, you asked me that. So, of course, I love my wife. And she asks me the hard questions sometimes. And before we even got to the event, she said, Tim, hun, how do you figure out, because this was, well, it's, you've been to the LFTN events, mm -hmm. Tim, and the other one, she said, how do you figure out whether the event was worth it or not? And so I made a whole bunch, I wrote a bunch of notes down, and I still am not 100% sure. I mean, first off, I would say, the fact that we all got to get together in person mm -hmm. makes it worth it instantly. And that's not a pat answer. That is a fucking God's honest truth. That's yes. Beyond that, you know, a person gets to speak. So that makes it worth it. We get to um, go somewhere we haven't been before. We get to meet like-minded people. We get to, um, the, the next thing that I'm really working hard on at these events is creating content, right? And you see how busy that makes it at these events, don't you? Mm -hmm. Because before, I wanted to, uh, yeah, so exactly, Matt. I'm gonna We're going to talk about that in a second here. And Renegade says, sounds like a good episode. I think maybe I should have Nicole on and we could talk about, I think mm -hmm. we will. Uh, yes. Yeah, so where are, I just want to touch on this a little bit without, you know, well, giving did, away the ghost. Did not say so Matt says, the real cost of the trips is the time, not the money. Mm -hmm. 100%. That's exactly it. And 
because yes, that, that, yes, because time, okay, you can always make more money, but it's impossible to make more time, unfortunately. And you can do so many things with, and I was, I was talking to Paul about that a bit. And he's like, yeah, because every day I go to speak somewhere is a day I'm away from the Wheaton Labs and I'm not there to do the work that needs to get done. Now that doesn't make it, it's not a bad thing. I'm glad we go hundred percent, but uh, yes, um, Renegade says time often is money. Yeah. Well, and, but the thing is, and like, um, I kind of asked you in the question to, well, I, th I think there was a whole bunch building up to it because, because it was such a shit show before we left. Mm -hmm. Right. And uh, being tired on the road, and last night I didn't sleep very good. Yeah, I know. And I I woke up at like five thirty in the morning or something like that. So so I was tired, and I don't know, probably a little bit cranky. And of course, then I, now I'm getting calls from the daycare about the daycare and everything like that. So I just looked at Tim. I'm like, then that's what I said. It's like, how do you know it's actually worth it? You right. know, because like. It like because I know like me. Well, you actually person. asked me before we yeah. even get there. Yeah. But remember, yeah, no, but I asked you again today. Yeah. Remember, and it's yeah. like because like you get to the point where you're just like, it, like meeting the people and meeting like and I and I I love Tori. I'm glad I met her and I know like I, I now consider her a close friend because she is because I don't because I need close friends. But um, no, but it's just uh, but meeting the people. Like you kind of like you get that scale, like you know what I mean. Like like meeting the people is yes, definitely that's a high one for me. But everything else, it's like, is it really worth it? Sometimes you know, and it's just kind of like because because now I have to be back at work Thursday and I'm going to be tired and 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 I'm just like this is okay. Yeah, this but, right now, and I'll be we're going to be totally honest. The two days to the, the two days to a week after an event. Is the hardest time, and I tell everybody this because you have we we come down from yeah. the high of the event. It, it, they, you know what they call it? They call it the the after trip blues. Yeah, it, yeah. and it's, it's like a hangover, right? And so again, you remember, um, don't make a decision on a bad day. Yeah, right. But take lots of notes because in a week or two, I'm going to talk about this because it was a great event. We had oh, so yeah. many things, and I loved it. But it was a really cool exercise for us to talk about and say what makes an event worth it mm -hmm. because take care dan w great to have you um because when we're doing these and there's you know six or seven this year that we're going to you have to make sure you have to figure out you need to have benchmarks that'll allow you to figure out was something worth it or not right and mm -hmm. that that's what it comes down to so we need to develop those benchmarks you and i we need to figure it out well and and, and we need to have uh, but not everything can be quantified either that's the other thing no but we need to develop uh more like because because we're on the road like this i miss the kids yeah like I, i'm having our time missing the girls and i know they miss us but then i'm missing the dogs and so like like i i think next time I'm going to bring one of the dogs that might help. Yeah, it will and, help. And if, the, and if the girls aren't in school, they can come too. Yeah. But, um, and it's just kind of like, it's just the after trip blues, but like you, you just get to that point where you just have to decide whether or not it's worth it and whether or not, um, it, yeah, like it was fun going somewhere we haven't been before. Oh yeah. No, it no, was fun. I, and I don't want anybody to think anything different. No, no, I'm, awesome not, I'm not downplaying. I just, no, I like, wanted to share that yeah. for me, I, here, here it is. When I when I stood up on Monday morning and nobody showed up for my first presentation, that was a bit. That kind of sucked. You You're know? a little discouraged. I was yeah. a little discouraged, and then I'm like, I have one of two fucking options here. I can, I can be some little prima donna who's like, oh, nobody wants to come and see Tim. What the hell's wrong with him? Or I could be like, hey, you know what? Let's turn this into some awesomeness. It's because you forgot your deodorant. I did. I forgot my deodorant. I stunk. I stink, you know. So anyway, but that's – so these are the growing pains that you deal with when you're going to new events and you're stretching your community and you're going to new – and everybody from the workshop showed up the first day and like, hey, let's all sit front row and cheer Tim on. And then, yeah, Paul Wheaton was there for the first uh, – my yeah. <laughs> listened to my presentation and he was uh, offering some pretty good advice while we were going along. It was awesome. And the other thing is more and more and more at these events, I'm trying to fill every minute and I don't want it to get, but that that's what I, because you only have two or three days, right? Mm -hmm. So it's the same as when we travel now, we try to just travel for about 10 hours so that we can stop, maybe do a little shopping and then go out for a meal because that's what we like to do. Well, that, that and it doesn't burn us out. Doesn't burn us out. Exactly. Yeah. But try to, 
because you only have so much time and you have to do everything you can with it. And for me, I think the biggest thing is um, meeting, sitting together and the content, making content out of these events, because this is this is what I want to pull out of it is bringing back experiences for everybody else. Well, and that's what I that's what I told Mr. Seth there from the Donut Place. Yeah. It's about the connections, right? Right. And, and, but the problem, like, but then when you go back on it, if you do too many of these events, then you're not at your peak. Right. You know what I mean? And you're not at your, at the level you want to be. And you're not at the level that all your people expect you to be at. And then they're not getting the best of you. And that, and that's hard too. That's right? what like, I don't ever want to do. And you're right. And I, I've been struggling with that these last three weeks because I have, and I, it, I'm not bitching. I'm not complaining. No, this no, is no, what we talking. want to do, yeah. but I don't ever not want to be on for people. I don't want to show up to an event and be like, I don't want to be here. I don't want to talk to you. Right. I, don't I don't have time to, I'm too tired to answer that question. And I will never know. be that. And if I ever am, yeah. I want somebody to punch me square in the fucking nose. I'll do it. But we were, we were just <laughs> tired leading up to everything. And when we got here, it was great. We had, we had two great yeah. days of being on and, oh, so oh, I, I wish we could have, I wish we could stay in that circle, sitting there talking for about three days straight, guys. That to me was the fucking highlight of the whole trip yeah it was. was like you know what we should do is we should look we should do like a giant map of where all your delinquents are sure and then have a meeting ground oh find a central location a where central the most, location oh my god that's a great idea and then have like our own event with all the delinquents that come down over like you know like two or three days mm -hmm. but it's close enough that everyone can drive we could do that, and it and it, it won't. And we it, could have a camping event somewhere or something. Yeah, like some oh, sort of a, be... a a delinquent get together. <laughs> Renegade says, "Nice try, Fed FBI." You know, he's, you know, he's <laughs> yeah. trying to get everybody on a yeah. list all in one place. Well, at and once. while you're at it, could I get your social security numbers? And I also need yes. your addresses and possibly a couple credit. Card and if numbers. you send all your credit card numbers, <laughs> we're going to put them in a draw. And if any of them are lucky, yeah. we'll send you. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's true. Uh, one step. So, haha, what Midwest Preparedness Festival? I'm going to be at that in September. Mm -hmm. So, we definitely need to have a workshop get together there as well. That's in Kansas. So, yeah. you may or may not be with me, Darlin. I don't know for sure, but no, we will but have that's one. what I'm saying. Like, but if you if you can draw out or figure out where everyone would be coming from and who and try to accommodate so that it everyone has about similar driving time. That's a really great fucking idea. Yeah, and then we can have like a because like because we want to use Matt. we want to use our land in Tennessee for that. Right. But that's going to be too far for Tory to come from Washington, right? Right. So if we had like a central location, it's a great idea. Yeah, and then we can have like a delinquent. We could hire oh delinquent weekend workshop. We could have Andy Higginbotham there to uh, do the food too. Andy, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. And even if it even if we didn't do a lot of and it presentations wouldn't, and it, it wouldn't would, cost and you know what even to make it better it won't cost anybody to come to the event because they're all belong to the delinquent workshop everyone just brings some food yeah it would and be then up. everybody you know contribute to the food and you pay for your camping spot because uh Matt, matter of facts podcast they yeah. have they have a camping trip every year where everybody gets together and they they provide all the food and everything and, yeah oh that would be awesome yeah, so like a kind of like a three-day uh potluck yep yeah. One step says we could have Josh butcher a pig for the barbecue. That would be incredible. Yeah. Yeah. So we should, maybe we'll plan on something like that for 2024. How's that sound? I would love that because we're not going to be doing it this year. I'm going to Italy. Yeah, I know you are, but it doesn't <laughs> matter. No, we'll still no. do it. No, but I'm saying, no, I think we should. Yeah. Because, and then it'll be like a two or three day potluck. Mm -hmm. Everybody can, and like we can arrange like an entire menu and then we could be like, hey, if you're coming, can you bring eight dozen hot dogs can you bring the buns and you know and then like everybody brings something to contribute to all the meals and then we get somebody to help cook and then basically everyone's just paying for is your gas right and contributing to your your and paying for your tech site now here's the other option we could do two of them we could we could do one like because he said it'd be black hills or wisconsin we could mm -hmm. do one in the midwest and then we could do one down south, kind we of could. Tennessee. But but way. we want everybody to get together. I know, right? Because like, yes. Because like I want people from Wash, like I want Tori 
to meet people Tori's from menu planning. Yes. Yeah, like I want uh, I want Tori to meet somebody from Tennessee. And we can, and I want we could do carpooling. Uh, Tracy to meet somebody from Tennessee. Yes. Like and oh and I God, want that would be awesome. Letty and Amy and uh, uh, is it Brittany? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Front that who I met at LFTN. Aaron. I want and Aaron, Aaron and and, and Nate. Nate and but I want everybody to to meet everybody because I want everybody to have all these connections so that like I was saying earlier, hey, you hey I know him from Tennessee. Right. Here's a good connection, you know, and it's be nice to have that. Oh, now you're mm -hmm. planning. See, mm -hmm. that's why I keep her out. She's not not just a sexy thing. She's also mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Uh, Crystal and Andrea. Yep. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like just, everybody, Rachel, right? everybody. Yeah, we'll yeah, like, we'll make it work. I think this is awesome. I see. Well, and even Chris. Yes. Like Chris is in Calgary, yep. so if we're going down there, we can pick his ass up on the way. Absolutely. Right. Like, yeah, he can hitch. He can he can sit in the box of the truck. I don't mind. But uh, yeah, and uh, Renegades, everybody's crashing at Nate and Aaron's place. See, we'll, we'll make it work. Well, they're pretty metal, aren't they? Yeah. They're in Ohio, right? Yeah. You, you almost sound like a Gen Z there for a minute. You're like, they're pretty mid, you know? That, <laughs> no, they're in the middle yeah. though, with Ohio, yeah. right? Yeah. Chase the Illinois Raider to the state renegade says, yes. Yeah. We, oh my God. See, we're at our absolute most tired, and you come up with the best fucking idea of the week, of the month, of the year, maybe. Well, so. I bet you you could maybe get, you could probably talk John coming in, maybe even get Jack to come up. Oh, yeah, but right, maybe but here's the thing. Nicole, it right? doesn't necessarily have to be an event. No, it doesn't have to be it an event. No, be it's going to be just a get together. Yeah. And if they want to come up and have a couple beers. Yes. Right? We don't, we're not having them come up to put on a show or to present or anything. Just come up. Be you, it's have a couple a, drinks with us. It's going to be a conversation. Yeah, with like, maybe it'd be like a two, conversation. Two nights, two nights in potluck suppers, yeah. whatever we want to eat and all we want to drink, and we'll stay up as late as we want, yeah. and we will plan, and we will And uh, it also gives everybody, and if we can get everybody else to come up, it also gives those people a chance to talk to them if they want to. Right? Yes. Like, we'll, we'll call it uh, an open an open social event yeah so like if you like so if you're coming down you're like oh man if uh it sounds say, kind if, of left wing and open socially no, shut, shut, <laughs> your, shut your face hole no so like so like for example right mm -hmm. say uh well tracy was talk. i was talking to tracy about nicole right and her coffee and everything and and how much fun we have at lftn and everything but so she could say hey nicole if you're going to this event event could i have 30 minutes of your time to pick your brain. Right. You know what I mean? But but I don't expect anybody to stand up and do a speech or anything, but it just gives the person a chance to meet everybody. So here's here's another idea. Mm. Because I'm always thinking, uh, yeah, Renegade says we call these shindigs. We go. could we could be a thing where the very first day we can all set up sit down 15 minute interviews with one another <laughs> kind of like speed we, dating like speed dating <laughs> except we can record the shit if we want to speed interviews yes oh yes my God. and then anybody who wants to ask questions they can prepare their questions beforehand right and it'd be kind of like a speed dating thing yeah. and then you bring a bell and then everybody switches i think that's a great idea yeah you do that and then then of course there'd be lots of bourbon involved right absolutely yeah okay and our, our kids could come absolutely yeah i think it would be awesome oh my god how did this just happen? I don't know. Because we're crazy. idiots and we have this, to, yeah. we have so much time on our hands. And we do. We just need to do this shit all the time because, like, I I only sleep, like, I sleep eight hours a night. I only need to sleep four. So. Like, One step says, bring some big stereo speakers and we can turn it into a hoot nanny. Well, geez, uh, get Nicole to bring her karaoke shit. That is true. We can yeah. do karaoke. I would be cool with karaoke. Oh my God, this would be fun. I'd just be great. Anyway. Yeah. And uh, I and I will oh, get Amy and Barrett to come also, too. Hear this? So, guys, we need to put together some sort of dating service for our greater community. Because, um, yes, Tori just said, did somebody say dating? And I need to talk to Rick and Jane for a prepper camp. I think they should do some sort of uh, prepper speed dating there where people can meet each other and just talk. Okay. Because I think there's a thousand people, so there have to be singles there, right? People need to meet each other, and I think it's important. I think that would be great. Absolutely. Connects to Bluetooth. Yes, all giant speaker that connects to the Bluetooth. And then you can bring, like, your – everyone can bring their portable little battery things, and when one dies, can swap them out and just keep switching. Be a, a, be a great big prepper circle jerk. It'll be awesome. I'd love that. Yeah, that right? would be awesome. Yeah. Somebody's like, what the fuck is he talking about? So, yeah. And, um, yeah, that would be awesome. And Renegade says – uh, get Carrie to come and do it in Oklahoma. That can be real Carrie Oki. Oh, my 
God. Oh, okie dokie. Oh boy. Jeez. Where do I go with that? Yeah. Oh boy. That was that was the best and the worst of the evening, folks. Leave it to Renegade Butcher. I mean, yeah, grown. Yeah, yeah. No, but I, I think it would be fun. I think it would be fun. And we can and the kids can come. And like, and, and if anybody wants to bring their kids, the kids can even have their own little separate group and hang out and do their thing, right? Like so Charlotte can boss everybody around and I need someone's help on Telegram. Everybody who wants to, it doesn't mean you're committing to anything at all. No. But I would like to have one of those pin maps that I could hand over to the feds. I mean, so that I can keep track <laughs> of where everybody is. But it would be great to know person in place. That's mm -hmm. it. And then we'll have a list and it'll be an offline list. I won't keep it online, I promise. Yeah, um, but make sure you put credit card numbers, <laughs> social security numbers, oh, uh, shoe size, and um, I don't know, maybe bank account numbers. Yep, that'll yeah, that'll work. That'll work. And uh, <laughs> let me just see. I'll see if we missed anything else. I think we've covered everything we needed to tonight anyway. I think it would be that would be a great idea. I think it'd be fun. Do not let uh, one step says he's on enough lists already. Yeah, me too, brother. <laughs> Me too, and I dare cross them anyway. So yeah. Yeah. Oh boy. no! All all we need is just just like uh, what state you're coming from. Yeah, height for like, the coffin. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. I don't know. Or not even a coffin. Just so we know we don't. The, the just worst need to thing, know how big to dig the hole. Yeah, I was just gonna say. There's <laughs> nothing worse than spending all day digging a hole and realizing that you didn't need to dig it that big for a body. I mean, uh, for. Treasure. A pig. A pig, yes. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, AI yeah. will cover that. Yeah, it's true. So, I love that idea. Um, yeah. So, we got a lot of, yeah. So, what do you guys, you bring your own shovel. <laughs> yeah, it just has to be Tim proof, right? Yeah. <laughs> We're going to need you to dig that hole right there. <laughs> so, what content do you guys have coming up for me over the next couple of weeks? We got some good stuff. At some point, the interview from Paul is going to uh, see the light of day. Mm -hmm. It's going to be a while because... This is a whole series I'm working on. We have, excuse me, you can tell it's getting late. I apologize. Um, we have the roundtable episode coming out, which is going to be awesome. And we have an episode with Tori and I that was really good, including um, we talked about uh, Schrodinger, Schrodinger's cat. <laughs> oh, yeah. So we had, yeah, so it was a lot of fun. We had, yeah, it was a great conversation. Is that American? it? Oh, yeah. And uh, you'll also get uh, two or three. You'll probably get the two best presentations I did coming up here in a little while. I don't know about you, Mrs. Cook, but I'm having a hell of a time keeping my eyes open. Oh, and yeah, me too. It's not because we don't have great company here, guys. It's just because uh, we're wore out and we're going to get old. on the road. Yeah, old balls, right? So we appreciate you. And you got to go down and get me some water because you drank my water. Oh, there's more water over there. You're yes, good. Okay. So, guys, we appreciate you. Um, I'm really glad <laughs> short and jerks. Yeah. What kind of event was that? <laughs> right. uh, you don't need to know. So if you weren't there, yeah, whatever happened. Yeah. You don't need to know. So I appreciate you folks. We will, I, sh I will be back Thursday night with a live. It'll be a good one. And, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, we're back to for now, three episodes a week. They're going to be more for a bit because I got to fill some in, but three lives Thursday, Friday, Sunday night. And with that, stay happy, stay healthy and have a great week. Thank <laughs> you.